Do you believe your sensitivity is your biggest weakness? That's what a lot of highly sensitive persons think and experience. I'm going to show you that your sensitivity is actually your greatest strength. We will discuss all kinds of topics related to being a highly sensitive person, have inspiring guests and above all, give you all kinds of information and tools so you can learn to use it as a strength. My name is Annette Zwart, life coach for highly sensitive persons. Welcome to Sensitive and Strong. Hi, so for the title of this episode, I used the quote, what you think you become and what you feel you attract and what you imagine you create. It's a quote by Buddha. (laughs) And uh, the first part is what I'll talk about in this episode, what you think you become. So as HSPs, a part of our trait is deep processing. It's the one of the four parts of being highly sensitive. The other ones are the overwhelm, the emotionally responsiveness, and the sensitivity to subtleties, what Elaine Aaron described with the acronym DOES. So these four traits are, uh, all HSPs have these four, and maybe one more than the others, but uh, an HSP has all four of them. So now this deep processing uh, can sometimes feel like the like the rabbit hole in the story of Alice in Wonderland uh, can be uh, a, a path of all kinds of realities and even fantasy what can happen uh, where we go with our thoughts. And we can stay there for too long and really let our mind take over, especially if we don't question our, our thoughts or uh, for truth. We can think for ages about how we manage a certain situation, uh, if we have could, could have done d- uh, things differently, if we did it differently, what would it have gone another way, uh, better maybe or not better, uh, what if the person had only been nicer or calmer and then you wouldn't have so, so intense, you wouldn't have acted so intense and then you would have handled it so much better. Um, so we can we can work out all kinds of scenarios like this for a long time, and we can go in all kinds of directions, our own reactions, that of others. What if this? What if that happened? Etc. Etc. We just can go in each direction for um, a long time and think about what would have happened. Uh, and it doesn't matter what subject it is, we can do this over an argument we had, a problem we struggle with, uh, a simple thing that has happened, like a conversation or or even an experience in the supermarket. Um, it can be everything in life. Uh, I mean, sometimes it's even hard to decide what food to order in a restaurant, right? You'll start thinking about what if I do this and what if I do that? And you can think about it for like ages. So we can feel, it can feel very tiring sometimes because uh, sometimes you get, you just want to sleep or enjoy the moment because when you're uh, without overthinking situations. And so we, the deep processing is very tiring and it takes a lot of uh, energy. So our thoughts have influence on how we feel. We create our own life through them. We decide what to do, 
when to do it and how to do it. So they are pretty important. Um, so I'm going to explain to you how much influence your thoughts actually have and also give you some ideas on how to create a more calmer mind and to get uh, your mind to create a direction that you actually want to go. So we can train our brain into more productive thinking. We can use our deep processing also for positive things to create instead of meandering about what has happened. Now, I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't think about past happen happenings. Um, not possible as an HSP, I think, also. Um, I'm, I'm merely saying that we should also teach our brain to use it in a productive way. So one of the most important things about thoughts um, I have learned during my coach training at IPEC. Um, learning this was a huge difference uh, how my life looked and uh, to how my life looked and how it still uh, looks. And so this was a big difference to me. Um, it's the concept that your thoughts create your feelings and then your feelings create your actions. So your thoughts in the end create your actions. So over the years, I have found this to be very true and... Uh, getting more grasp on this was pretty hard in the beginning and at times also very frustrating. Um, at first, I sometimes thought like it's like it was my own fault. I felt so terrible and sometimes I even got a little bit depressed of, of my thoughts um, and agreed. I mean, it's sometimes very challenging uh, to be aware of your thoughts and to know what they what they create for you. Um, after all, your mind has done things for a long time in a particular way and it's not something you change easily overnight. So um, it also you, you can't influence your thoughts in a way that you will always feel happy and content. Uh, life still happens and if someone gets sick or uh, even dies or another situation, then obviously you are going to be sad or confused or whatever feeling comes up. But I have come to realize how extraordinary our mind is and how very strongly we can affect and influence our experiences. So let me explain this in a little bit more detail to you. <clears throat> I'll give you an example. If a friend forgot your appointment together and you're waiting for half an hour, uh, then there are several things you might think. Um, one is like, oh, they're so busy. They just forgot about me. They're just not going to show up. Um, so you would then become sad and feel like they don't care about you. And then your actions uh, could be that you maybe you go home and because you feel they don't care about you, you will just do nothing and you just sort of waddle in self-pity. And so in this, in this case, the main thought would have been like, they forgot about me, I'm not important, uh, which will cause you to feel sad. And the action that comes from that is like you, you, will, be not, you, you will not be doing very much. Instead... Uh, second option, when you think they are late, um, I hope everything is fine and that they haven't didn't have a problem getting here, that nothing happened. Um, 
like an accident or something other, uh, something different. So you feel worried. And uh, the action that comes from that might be to call and ask, is everything all right? Because we had an appointment. And so the third option is thinking like, oh, something more urgent probably came up. Uh, it would have been nice if they had said something or called me, but okay, well, now I have some time to enjoy some more me time um, so you can feel relaxed and good about some extra time in your schedule. And then your action is that you are going to enjoy that time more. And so, of course, a combination of these three different scenarios is possible and all kinds of other uh, scenarios. The point is... The thought creates that feeling, whatever you say to yourself, and that's the thought that it creates a feeling for you. So you can try this out in your head. Um, take this example and see what you normally say to yourself and what feeling it would create and what you would do uh, because of it. For instance, um, how you normally react when someone bumps into you in the street uh, in a rude way, um, what's the thought that immediately pops up? So you can also go through, like, what is the thought that you think in a situation like that? What's the feeling that comes up then? And what is the action that comes from that? And remember that doing nothing, in a way, is also a non-action. So it's also an action. <laughs> so then if you think about that situation, then try to think of another thought you could have and what different feeling that would create and thus what different action that would create. The point is that a thought creates a feeling, the feeling creates an action. So try out a couple of different scenarios in your mind, see how a different thought creates a whole different feeling and then also different action. Um, <clears throat> just for the, the the next few weeks, just think about and observe your thoughts and and see what what they create in your in your life. And so, this process is something we sometimes quickly go through, and so we don't even notice a thought um, because it goes so fast, and we only have the feeling that comes after it. Um, think about it. When when we feel sad, we might have thought uh, something like, "Oh, I really messed this up," or "This this this really didn't go very well." Uh, and on the other hand, when you're feeling happy, uh, maybe you have thought like, "Oh, it's so good to see my friends. It's it's nice to spend time with them together." So these these things go very fast sometimes. Um, your thinking process. And it, it takes some time before you become aware of the thoughts that precede the feelings. But trust me, they are there. And so once you recognize them and you start becoming aware of your thoughts, uh, of what they are saying to you, you can start uh, changing them if, you, if, it's, it's, if it's necessary for the situation, if you want to have another outcome. And so normally this whole thinking process and, and how you feel 
uh, is mostly automated because, I mean, you cannot consciously think about each thought uh, that you have, right? <laughs> and that would be impossible. Um, it, it would take too much time to, uh, to judge and think about each situation consciously. So your brain has made it easier with recognizing some patterns and then using those to assess things. Have we've all been in the situation that someone is late and uh, how we uh, assess that, those things are often based on all kinds of things like uh, judgment, how we have boundaries and, and all kinds of things. But you can change how you think about situations. Um, the problem with, with that is often that we don't always check to see if the thought we are having is the one most useful or that will get you the best results. And also, a lot of your thoughts are not even true. Like, for instance, if you think my friend didn't bother uh, to show up for, my, for our appointment because I'm not important enough to call or, or to even be there, then most likely that is not true. Um, at least if you, it's not if you have healthy boundaries. Um, so in a way... Uh, you create your own feelings and actions. So that does not mean that you always can have happy thoughts, of course. Like if someone has died, then you would obviously be sad. But that also would come from the thought, I'm going to miss this person so much because I love them and I don't want to be without them. So that's also a judgment. But the difference with that thought, uh, something like that, is that it's more fact and it's not fiction. Because love, of course, is a real thing, right? So the thing is, you will want to check your thoughts for truth or facts. Um, because we so often hear our thoughts and the feelings, they come so quickly um, after those that we don't even question them, question them anymore. And so because when we feel something, it is often so strong uh, once we go into the feeling that we cannot change it again very quickly, uh, not at least very soon. We have to sort of ride the wave of the feeling. And uh, we know as HSPs, those feelings can be pretty intense. Um, so when I learned this process, it took me quite some time to fully understand this and uh, even longer to change it even. Um, often I felt very frustrated because it seemed that I created my own frustration, my own sadness, my own anger um, or whatever I was feeling. Uh, but in the long run, I started to see the patterns and the things I often said to myself if things got difficult, if I failed at something uh, or simply even when I was hitting traffic. Like when, when you're hitting traffic, for instance, we all have a, a specific pattern that we mostly use. Like, oh, okay, I'll have some time. Uh, or uh, a lot of people often have like, oh, no, not now, because I really need to be there. And the feelings that come from that are often frustrating feelings or angry. or um, So it, it, think about it and look at how you uh, have those patterns in your life. And so for myself, when I, I started to become more aware of the thoughts, um, I slowly started to make uh, changes in my thinking patterns, uh, saying more positive things to myself, 
Uh, and when I failed, I would say something like, yes, this, this sucks. Um, I don't like this. Uh, but I know I have given it my best. And next time I'll adjust so it will go better. And I would still feel disappointed, maybe for a short time, but also motivated to try it again. So when I felt lonely, because I used to think nobody understands me, um, I replaced that thought with, well, they don't understand me yet. Uh, do I want to explain to this person? Is this person important enough to make me clarify it? Or does it not matter so much? And I would feel more hopeful. And because I explained more to other people uh, when I chose to, it made a big difference. And so with realizing what your thoughts create, you have a very powerful tool in your hands or in your mind, I should say, <laughs> um, because you will be able to consciously choose where you want to go and what you want to achieve. And uh, so with this uh, with, with being feeling lonely, it's also that um, the, the reason, the thing that you say to yourself because you feel lonely uh, is like when, when I used to think nobody understands me, um, there wasn't real truth in that. I mean, yes, sometimes people don't understand uh, what HSPs, how they think, how they feel, how they react to some things. But it's also not important that uh, with either people don't, it's not important that they don't understand you or uh, that it's something you want to explain more to them with people you love, for instance. Um, so it's it's judging like how true is this thought um, and then if it's not true you can think like oh well what would be a better a help more helpful way to think um, so you can have a different outcome. So there's lots of more people who have thought about this um, and as I mentioned in the beginning uh, Buddha has and uh, one other person uh, also said something similar. Uh, Gandhi said, uh, your beliefs become your thoughts and your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions and your actions become your habits and your habits become your values and your values become your destiny. So what it all comes down to is that your thoughts... Um, create your world and so there's also uh, has been done a lot of research on how emotions come into existence and while there is a lot to be said about that one thing is very clear your brain influences your emotions and if you're interested in that um Lisa Barrett Feldman has done a lot of research on emotions and uh, has written very interesting books on this. And one of them is called How Emotions Are Made. So if you're interested in that, look that up more. Um, really, really fascinating. <laughs> so what can you do to start training your mind to pay attention to your thoughts? Uh, so before you feel something. So you can make it a habit during your day to ask yourself, what am I thinking about this? What do I feel about this situation? And don't ask yourself, uh, 
<laughs> don't ask yourself how you feel, but ask yourself what you think. Like, how do I judge this situation? What do I say to myself? What uh, you want, you will want to become more aware of your thoughts and question them about truth or fact or fiction. And so you could ask regularly, how is this serving me? Uh, where will this thought get me? What feeling does it create? And if you don't like the answer, see what better thought you can replace it with. And at first it, it can feel a little bit like you're fooling yourself um, because your mind is so used to hearing and following your old habits. Um, like it's, it's what also with positive thinking uh, also comes up often that you start feeling like, ah, yeah, well, I know I can say to myself, everything's going to be all right, but it won't. <laughs> so it's not about that. It's more about thinking what could be a different outcome? What could be a different possibility of the situation? And just give yourself some room to toy around with that and accept that it might be different, that there might be a different outcome. And um it's it's difficult because it's it's a habit and the thing about habits is you can change them you just have to be persistent um so remember uh it's a process uh it takes some time before you'll you'll benefit from actively changing your thoughts into more productive one or more positive thoughts more thoughts that's really uh, create an outcome that you want to. Um, so think of the example I gave, uh, the, the two examples that uh, if someone either bumps into you in the supermarket or um, you can also take one that you have often in your life and that creates problems. And then think of um, what could I change? Um, if If the same was happening... Um, change how you feel about it. Uh, the the thought changes how you feel about it. And uh, what are you going to do to change because of that? What is the different feeling, the different action? Um, so experiment with that. Question your thoughts uh, and replace them with ones that serve you better. Um, that get you where you want to be instead of where you are. Um, so you can truly change your world with this and create a much better one. So I'm always interested in hearing how things go or how you feel about it. So if you have any comments, do send me an email or um, I would love to hear about this. Thank you for listening today. If you want to become sensitive and strong as well, visit my website highsensitivecoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter which comes out once a month with information about my webinars, programs, coaching sessions and all other activities. Join me next time again at Sensitive and Strong.